0: We also would love to connect with you on our social media on Instagram and Twitter at KC Ottawa, and Facebook at Facebook slash Kingdom Culture Ottawa. We pray that you would experience God today and be encouraged through today's message. Enjoy! Hey Kingdom Culture family, welcome. Happy
1: Easter. It is Easter Sunday. We're so thankful to be able to celebrate with you. Thank you for joining us wherever you're watching from online those that are part of our Kingdom Culture community as well as those that are new with us today. Maybe you came by the for the first time. Welcome, welcome. So glad that you stopped by. Make sure to subscribe, like share the link we're so excited that you're here and yes happy easter michelle it's easter
0: yes happy easter we're excited to have you guys with us this morning on easter and we have the gaby kids with us this morning so this is going to be a very organic spontaneous moment together and you guys with our family the family the big fam jam together on easter and we're going to have communion together it's going to be exciting
1: so we're gonna have a little communion table talk discussion to celebrate Easter. You know, communion, as you all know, or the Lord's Supper really is all about the Easter story. It's all about celebrating what Jesus did on the cross and what happened in the grave. He resurrected again. So we're gonna have this conversation, like Michelle said, and we're gonna see how it goes, guys. Are you, ex- are you excited? Yes.
0: Are you excited? Yes. Okay, that's
1: good. Awesome, awesome. So let's dive into this. First of all, okay, something that I love about our family that, uh, you know, in our communion time, when we've had communion as a family, I remember one time, not too long ago, we were taking communion and we were celebrating, you know, the broken body of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, you know, to save us, heal us, set us free in the bread and in in the wine and harvest our youngest, four years old, Out of nowhere, while we were taking the grape juice, celebrate Jesus' blood, she said out of nowhere, she took her cup and she was like, to the blood of the king. (laughs) Remember that?
0: Remember that? That was amazing.
1: It was amazing. So since that point, we do that when we let harvest lead it and she says to the blood of the king. And I think like she had really had no idea what she was saying, but it was so accurate. To the blood of the king, yes, we celebrate the blood of King Jesus, and we yes. celebrate the body yes. of King Jesus. So we're gonna have communion, I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. Yeah, I wanna hear Daddy. from
0: you guys. What is communion for you guys, when you guys do communion?
2: To celebrate the day where Jesus died on the cross and resurrected.
1: Yeah, that's very good. That's good. That's awesome. And, and, yes. So.
3: And Jesus went on the cross, Die and then the angel come woke him up. Oh, yes, yeah. He woke
1: up from he the did grave. Wake up. It's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, how about we do this? Before we dive into, it, I'm just gonna read a little scripture, okay? And then we'll dive into it. We're gonna ask you a bunch of questions and hear what you think about this time that we call communion. Okay? Okay. Let's read it. I'm gonna read it out of the New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. So if you're watching with us, you can follow along here too as well. And so 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, verse 23 says this, Paul's writing this and he's recounting the story of the last supper that Jesus had with his disciples before he went to the cross. Says this, for I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself on the night when Jesus was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread, which we have right here, took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. He thanked God for it. That word for thanks actually is the word Eucharistio, which is where we get what some people call this moment, the Eucharist. We're celebrating the body and blood of Jesus. He gave thanks, okay? Then it says here, then he broke it into pieces and said, this is my body my body, which is given for you. Do this to remember me. And in the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is this, right? Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. So just to kind of open it up, this is what we're doing today. We're celebrating the body and blood of Jesus. So let's talk about communion. Let's talk about what is communion. First of all, this context here, you know, the Bible calls it the Lord's Supper. We call it communion because communion really is made up of two words being together with and union. So when we do communion, we're celebrating us being together in union with Jesus, but also when we do it together with each other. So if you've let Jesus into your life and I've let Jesus into my life, when we do this, we're celebrating our union together with each other, but also with Jesus. Isn't that cool? Yes. It's awesome. Yes. So why do you think it's important? Let's go around the table. Why is doing this important? Why is celebrating communion important? Harvest. Um, It
3: went on a cross and then it died on a cross and then it
1: woke up itself. Yes. So he died on a cross and he woke up Himself.
2: Why the bread and why the wine? Well, the cup, okay, with the wine in it represents his blood. So his blood was poured out for us so our sin can be cleansed and forgiven.
0: What's the consequence for sin? Death. Yes, it is death. If we have sin, the Bible says the consequence for that is death. But does God want to see that happen to us? No. No.
1: So what did Jesus do?
0: He died on the cross for us.
1: So he came and he died so that we could have life so so we celebrate you said it the spilled out blood of jesus's body was to forgive us of our sin you know what the crazy thing is is that he forgave your sin before you ever even sinned and before you were born so we need jesus's blood for forgiveness forgiveness of our sin and sin is really just missing the target if god has a target and he has a bullseye okay every one of us are every one of us were born missing that bullseye. So Jesus came to die so that we can hit the bullseye. Without, without Jesus, we can't hit the target. The Bible says that all of us have fallen short of the target, fallen short of the standard of God. So Jesus came to give us the ability to hit that standard. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. It's like playing darts. You wanna hit the bullseye, right? Yeah. Well, you only can hit the bullseye through forgiveness and accepting Jesus into our lives. What do you want to say, Harvest? Um,
3: so it went across, and it dies is himself. And then he woke up, go go back to our house, and get some presents for Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. That was amazing. Yes. So we're celebrating the Christmas story and the Easter story today. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? It's true, because Jesus is the greatest gift. You know that, G- that the Bible says in Romans that what Jesus did... Is actually a gift. It's a present. The gift of God is eternal salvation. It's a gift. So it is. It's kind of like Christmas. Every day is like Christmas because of what happened at Easter. Every day we celebrate gifts. The greatest gift, <laughs> what Jesus did. So Ezekiel, why do we celebrate communion during Easter? Why do we do this?
2: It's to celebrate the day Jesus died on the cross and resurrected.
1: Resurrected, yeah and he resurrected to give us new life because a lot of everybody, everybody dies, right? But Jesus died and he came back to life. Like Harvest said, he woke up. The angels woke him up. You know, there were angels actually at the tomb when he, when he had risen. Isn't that awesome? So fun. Promise, do you wanna share anything?
3: Sure.
2: So it's, um, communion is um, when, we, when we celebrate we celebrate and remember when, what Jesus did. He died on the cross and resurrected.
1: Exactly, exactly. And so this is why we do this. And so Easter is not about Easter bunnies and eggs and egg hunts. It's about celebrating the death and resurrection of Jesus. Now, I wanna talk about this now for a second, okay? This is gonna be good for all those listening. You know, the, one of the main core elements of the Lord's Supper is to do this in remembrance of Him. Remembrance of what he has done. So it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 25, Jesus said it, do this in remembrance of me. Now, remember we talked about this before, okay? A lot of us drive, pretend your mind, okay, is like a vehicle, it's a, it's, a, it's a car. A lot of us drive our vehicle with Jesus in the back seat. We kind of acknowledge him once in a while, kind of just, we forget to acknowledge him, we forget he's even there. We're driving, right? We're on our journey, on our road, our destination. And we forget that Jesus is in the back seat. Well, when he says, do this in remembrance of me, it literally means to bring him back to the front seat where he belongs. So whenever you do this, bring Jesus back into the front seat where he's visible, where he's number one, where he's the priority. So this is really the core of why we do communion, to bring Jesus back into the front seat. Do you, is there times in your life where you feel like you kind of forget about Jesus? Like he's kind of just like, Almost like an afterthought. Does it ever happen to you? Like you're going about your day, you don't even think about Jesus, right? We all do that, right? Yeah. So communion is important. Why?
2: So we can bring him. So we can bring him back to the front seat. So we can remember him.
1: Yeah, remember him. And when, when, like wh- whatever we see the most, right? Whatever we are looking at the most will really determine our actions, right? Mm-hmm. If we're forgetting about him all the time, we'll probably forget to live out the life that he's called us to live. What do you think about that?
0: I think it's great. And how could we, you know, we celebrate Easter, right? And when you think of Easter, a lot of times, what do we, we, we think of Jesus' death and resurrection, but we also think of other things, right?
3: Yeah. Like yes. what? And, You guys can be
0: honest. Easter bunnies and eggs. Yes. But you know what? We could, there's a way for us to bring that together and make it about Jesus, right? Yeah. You guys want to give me an example of, um, how we could bring the things of Easter and make those things remind us of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Well, the egg
2: could represent Jesus for because when an egg hatches, it has life.
0: Yes. Wow. Yes. When Amazing. an egg hatches, right, it means usually when there's a broken egg, there's an egg, usually means there's new life in the egg, right? And when it Hatches, it means that life. life, something came to life, right? Yeah, and came back to life. And Jesus, yeah, he brought life into all of us, right? Eternal life into all of us. And what else we think of? Well, if there's Easter stuff that reminds you lamb. of that? the he lamb. The lamb is our sacrificial lamb. It's true. There is lambs, little bunnies yeah. and little yeah, sheep yeah. everywhere. And like and little chickens. And, then and God was the sacrificial lamb. Yes, exactly. That's really good.
1: And you know what's crazy about that is that where he was first placed when he was born was in a place where they would have put baby lambs and they would have swaddled. That's he was really born, cool. he was put in a manger. And that was a symbol to all the shepherds. They knew, hey, this is the sacrificial lamb that we've been waiting for. And John the Baptist, his relative, his cousin, actually announced that Jesus was the lamb of God that would take away the sin of the world. And so every little thing along his journey really symbolized and represented what he was gonna do as the lamb of God, that sacrificial lamb.
0: So we did this cool thing with the curriculum that we're doing right now for school. And one of the things that we, we did is that, you know, we broke some eggs. We broke a bunch of eggs, right? Yeah, we know what's going to happen. And then come I said, you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. So you take an egg, you crack it, and then what's going to happen? Yolk, yolk is going to come out. We took another egg, we cracked it. What's going to come out? A yolk. Okay. A okay. yolk. And we take an egg, and we cracked it, and then you expected what? Yolk. Yes, but the, and then we, but they didn't know that I had emptied an egg, and so we took the eggs, we cracked that one. you you guys are all like, there's going to be a yolk. And then we cracked it open and it was empty. And you guys were all so shocked. You guys were like, What? I remember their faces. It was like, what? How did you do that? And that's it's exactly what happened with Jesus. Can you imagine when Jesus died? What do they expect when they roll a stone? They expect a dead body, right? But what but with Jesus, what does he do? He does the unexpected. Yeah. Eh? He always blows our mind and does things that exceed us, right? And so when they open the tomb, you could just imagine, like your faces, you're like, what? Can you imagine like... Where's like, the body? The, where's the body? Like, what? How did he do that? And you're like, mind blown. You can imagine how mind blown, that same way you guys were mind blown, even, just with an egg. Can you imagine what Jesus' body? Yeah. Like, where is it? I freaked out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so this is the thing that God loves to do with our faith. So sometimes even when our faith, right, we live out faith every day. And sometimes we, we go through the motion of living out our faith every day and we expect God to do things, right? Because God's been doing it, we expect God. But what does God like to do sometimes with our faith? He likes to surprise us. He likes to surprise us. He likes to do yes. things differently. Sometimes if he's been speaking to us one way and we got comfortable with that, sometimes whoop, he changes the way he speaks to us, right? Sometimes, so sometimes he likes to keep us on our toes, right? Why do you think that God would want us to keep us on our toes with him?
1: It keeps our faith alive, right? Yeah. Like, think about it. We have to believe that, didn't, that he didn't just die, it takes faith to believe that he also resurrected because everybody he's does. he's here with
2: us right now. And he's, he's here, present. if you didn't have faith, you be like, oh no, what happened to him? Like, they wouldn't think something else.
1: Absolutely. And so when we take communion, guess what we're doing? We're actually engaging in the very presence of Jesus. We're actually communing in communion. In the act of communion, we're actually communing with him. Remember, it means to be together in union. We're celebrating our union. There's actual fellowship happening with Jesus right now through this act. That's why Jesus said, do this do this all the time. Whenever you come together and you do this, remember me, bring me back to the front seat of your vehicle. Because yeah. so I want to be first, I want to be foremost in your focus.
0: It's also because God is so big. He's so beyond our understanding. Remember we talked about how God is way more than what we could ever think and imagine. Yeah. Ever think and imagine. Yeah. And so he doesn't, I don't think God wants us to, there's too much to figure out about God. There's too much to learn about God. And he never wants us to stop seeking, asking, believing, putting our hopes in him. Always. He always wants us to stay close to him, always being in faith and believing that he's there and that he can do the impossible. Because God's going to throw some crazy life circumstances at us. You're going to live some crazy things in life that is going to be new. So, every time you're in a new situation that is sometimes a little intense, sometimes it's pretty crazy, sometimes it's huge, you're putting a new situation and you've never seen God move in this new situation. Do we say, well, God's not interested in this situation? or do you include God in a new situation? Include him. And trust and believe that he could do a miracle in something crazy in the new thing that you're believing for, right? I don't know if that makes sense, what I'm saying, is that God likes to give us new things in life, new circumstances in life. And we're like, oh my gosh, how come I'm living this? What does God want you to do? He doesn't want you to be like, oh, God can't move in this situation. He's not, it, No, this is different. This is different. Like God, you can't move in this. This is this is different, God. Like this, this I have to figure out on my own. This I have to do it on my own. Like a teacher
2: said, you got to do this by yourself. Yeah. You're not going to include God because he's on by himself, but you can
0: include him in the process. Yes, so. you could include him in the process, Absolutely. even if it's new territory, even if it's in something you've never done before, you, or something that's never happened to anybody else before. We can include God and trust and believe that He's gonna do a miracle, right? And that He's gonna help us. He's gonna provide for us. He's gonna protect us, right?
1: And so, one of the ways that we include God and we have fellowship with God and communion with God, even outside of this, is praying, talking to Jesus. You know, you guys all, God speaks to all of you differently. I noticed with you, Victory, sometimes you get these really specific words and you have like a dream and then it will happen the next day or you'll feel like God will give you a number or uh, like a specific about something, and then it will happen, right? Share a story like where that's really impacted your faith and grown your faith as you've communed with God, like as you've had fellowship with God, and included I don't know
3: what
2: number it was, but Mommy K was ordering pizza and they were late. So she told me to close my eyes and ask God for a number. So I closed my eyes and I saw the
0: number five. And then the pizza man called Mommy and said, I'll be there in five. It's awesome. And sometimes God does these unexpected things. Like tell me one about one of your dreams where you had this dream. I think it was like Ezekiel came in your room and it confirmed something. Share about that moment.
2: My brother came in my room. I had a dream. This is a dream. Okay. And I said, are these Kaya's pants or yours? Because that's my cousin. And then I woke up and Ezekiel came in my room and said the exact same thing. He said what? Like, are these Kaya's
0: pants or yours?
1: Wow, it's amazing, and we don't so, always know why so, we get that yes, stuff, but it's but amazing. But that
0: grow your faith that God is with you, and that He's giving you these gifts, and He's talking to you, and He's doing supernatural things through you, right? That encouraged your faith. I remember you were like really, really encouraged in that moment.
1: It's awesome, and the promise promises like the dreamer of the family, and I remember. You
0: dream about big things.
1: Yeah, and I remember so you had a dream. Big things. I remember you had a dream one time. And it had to do with two leaders in our city. And you had the opportunity to share the dream. And they both cried when you shared it too- with them. I don't know if you remember this, but I'm not going to mention their names. Well, they friends of ours.
0: Yes, but yeah. even before COVID happened, she had a dream, right? Remember you had a dream that basically depicted what we're, we were going to come into, mm-hmm. which was really interesting as well. So, but even, each of you guys have these things. Sometimes promise you're very sensitive to picking up people's emotions right <laughs> and that's something that we're very grateful for because sometimes they'll come up to me and we'll say i think so and so and sad right and then that'll help me because then i'll reach out to that person or you know and it'll really help so when god speaks to you in these dreams and you get these crazy dreams that doesn't always to you make sense but then you share it to somebody like that that couple and they cry like how Did that affect you at all? Like, did you get encouraged
3: by that or how did it encourage you? It made me feel happy because I didn't know that's going to happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's true. Did you feel like God uses me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's
1: awesome. You've even had friends all say to you that they feel God around you. That's powerful. That's, That's because you take time to have communion with God through prayer. You take time to worship God. Sometimes we do like little nights where we worship Jesus together before we go to bed. Ezekiel, you get crazy visions. And prophetic
0: words go on for all like an it's hour so and a half, sometimes 45 it's minutes. It's always so fun.
1: It's amazing. And God, so God speaks to us in all different ways. What's it like getting a vision?
0: Um,
2: powerful. Powerful. Sometimes you fall and cry.
1: <laughs> you fall and cry, yeah, because you you feel the weight of it. You know that Ezekiel, as a prophet in the Bible, had all kinds of crazy visions and crazy experiences. And they affect all of us differently. A dream can affect us, a word can affect us, a vision can affect us. And even we can be carrying presents and not even know. I remember Harvest when she was first born, like grown men would get around her, just look at her and they would cry. Remember that? There was a season where it was happening consistently. It's like we can carry a presence about us and not even be aware of it. People just feel the presence of God on us. And that's because we take time to commune with God and God's always with us. He's always with us. But the more we are aware that he's with us, the more that we see, the more what Michelle was saying, like the more he exceeds our expectations, the more that he blows our minds, that he removes the limitations off of us. So it's powerful. So we're talking about communion today, celebrating what we call the Lord's Supper. Really, this is the Easter story. And then we kind of just shared a little bit about how each of our kids commune with God in their own way and experience God in their own way. And I just want to bring it back to the whole purpose of why we are doing this today. Okay. Now it says in Isaiah 52 verse 14, this was a prophecy. Okay. About what would happen to Jesus says this, but many were amazed when they saw him, his face was so disfigured. He seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, He would scarcely be even known as a man, okay? Then it says in Isaiah 53 verse five, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be made whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. So we have the body of Jesus. He was disfigured. What that means is he was so beaten up. Imagine somebody punched you 20 times Ezekiel in the face. Your eye would be swollen. You'd be like rocky. You'd be like, you'd be bloody. You'd be like, barely even, people wouldn't know it's Ezekiel, right? They wouldn't know it's Ezekiel, right? Well, Jesus was so beaten, they could barely even recognize him. And then he was whipped. And like, you could literally see his insides. He was bloody, he was beaten. And all that happened, you know why? His body was broken apart. His body was literally broken apart, okay? And so that our body, if it was broken, could be healed. So if you're sick, if there's a disease in your body, if you have a broken arm, guess what? Jesus' body was broken to give us an invitation for us to believe for healing for people. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that? Why why was Jesus' body in your mind, and your way of understanding? Why was Jesus' body broken?
2: To, um, to he- heal our
1: bodies. Because sometimes we need healing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he had to go through that. Everything he went through, guess what? Had a reason. You were at the forefront of his mind. He brought you to the front seat of his mind. Cause he said, listen, Ezekiel's gonna be born over 2000 years from now. And if he's ever sick, I'm gonna take, my body's gonna take punishment. My body's gonna be torn apart be broken so that Ezekiel can have healing in his body. So victory can be whole in her body. So harvest and promise can be healed in their body. So what do you guys think about the broken body? Just share.
2: Well, he, his body is broken, so he can heal all of us. He did it for
3: all of us.
1: Absolutely. And and we have to believe that. Mommy had a severe sickness for almost her whole life. Seven years into our marriage, she was really sick. And we we, we had to believe that, you know what? Jesus was beaten he was you know, disfigured so that mommy could have a healing. You know what? And Mummy mommy got a healing.
0: For me, taking the bread is very sentimental to mommy because of all of the sickness that I've been through and all the healings that I've experienced. I've experienced many little miracles along my journey with my health. So every time I take the bread, I am so thankful that I don't have to live what I used to live. And I take that moment to thank God, and I'm so grateful for what He's done for me. So for me, the bread is very, very, very powerful.
3: That's
1: very really cool. <laughs> it's very cool. You might not have a mummy sitting at this table right now if Jesus didn't touch her body many times through her life. So we're thankful that Jesus took the beating. So people like mummy, people like myself and all of us, can be healed of whatever it is that we're facing. So we have the broken body, okay? Then we have the blood, okay? We have the blood. Let me read this to you. Ephesians chapter one, verse seven. So we have the broken body. Then we have the blood, okay? It says in Ephesians chapter one, verse seven, that Jesus is rich in kindness and grace, so rich in kindness and grace, grace, that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. Now remember, okay, imagine, If all I had to do was give you $10 to give you the best life possible, would you want it? Of course. Of course. So Jesus, okay, knew that without him, we couldn't live the best life because sin defined our life. We were born into this world sinful Okay? We had a sinful nature, which is why the Bible says we have to be born again. Okay, Not born of this world, but born of God now when we accept Jesus into our life. So forgiveness is like Jesus paying the price, the $10 or the $100, whatever it takes to set you free. So the, his blood was the $10, was the purchase of your freedom. And it was the forgiveness of our sins. It says in Colossians chapter one, verse two. And through Jesus, God reconciled everything to himself. Our, it says here, he made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. So Jesus literally restored everything through his blood, through forgiveness. He restored us. He restored humanity. Hebrews nine, chapter or chapter nine, verse 22 says, for without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. So we need his blood. Why? Why do we need the blood of Jesus?
2: For our sins to be forgiven.
1: Why do we need the blood of Jesus, Ezekiel?
2: For um, Jesus for t- can give forgive our sin.
1: Yeah, why do we need the blood of Jesus, promise? For
3: forgiveness.
1: Yeah, promise, we need the blood of Jesus, the blood of the King to forgive us. Forgive us of us sin. To make us clean again. Make us clean again. It's powerful, powerful. We need forgiveness, but guess what? Guess what, guys? He forgave you before you ever even needed forgiveness. You know what that means? So when we confess what we're going through to God, He doesn't forgive us. He already forgave us. We confess what we're going through to God so that we can remember that He has forgiven us. This is all about remembering. Do this in remembrance of me, that He has forgiven us, that He has healed us. So if He has healed us and we don't feel healed, what does that mean? We need to pray and believe that, that healing manifests in our body. We need to pray and believe that we're gonna walk like we're forgiven because he already has paid the price for our freedom through his blood. That's forgiveness. Isn't that amazing? That's why it's called good news. It's already happened. And so all we're doing is living this life, receiving it over and over again. And we're believing for it to manifest over and over again in our actions, in our life, in our every single day. Isn't that powerful? So why don't we do communion, guys? Let's do communion. Ready to do communion? Okay. We're going to do communion together and with everybody watching. So if you have a chance, get out your, uh, your wine, your grape juice, some bread, and let's take communion together. Then we're going to pray for you. We're going to believe for miracles in your life, healing in your life, restoration in your life, that you would receive God's forgiveness in your life if you've never had before. It's going to be a powerful time.
3: Take me back to communion.
4: Back to the place where I saw your
3: face. And it was so, so
1: All right, family, we are gonna dive into taking communion together with you. So make sure you have everything you need. This is gonna be a fun time, and we're gonna believe you guys. We're gonna believe that after we do this together as a family and have communion together, we're gonna to believe for people that are watching through prayer. That people are going to have amazing breakthroughs this easter okay miracles healing restoration okay we're going to pray okay so remember guys the body was broken i'm going to break it okay this is what happened to jesus's body it was broken okay so that our broken body that's sick could be healed so it's like god takes the brokenness in our body and puts it back together again now i can't do it here but jesus can right so we break the body. So I'm going to break it for you and I'm going to pass it around, okay? So we have the body that's broken yes. to heal us. So we're going to take this, okay? So remember, Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Now, yes. bring Jesus back to the front seat of our car yes. and remember that, guess what? We can be healed. So as we take it, we're going to pray for health in our body. Yes. We're going to pray for wholeness in our body. And then we're going to take and, and remember the blood and through, through the wine of the grape juice. Okay, ready? So let's do this. Take the body. We receive your healing Jesus, right? Remember, we're communing with God in the communion.
0: Jesus is making our body whole. We thank him. Thank you, Jesus, we're making our body whole.
1: It's powerful. We thank Jesus that his body can heal us. His broken body will heal us, okay? Now we have the blood of Jesus. So we God, we thank you that your blood, what does it do? Forgives, us, forgives us, right, of our sin, right? We missed the target. God forgives us of our sin. So this is what the blood means. And so harvest is going to lead it. Remember at the beginning, everybody, I said that our, our daughter started this tradition where she raises her glass and says, to the blood of the king. And so harvest, lead us.
3: Blood to, king. to the blood right. of the king.
1: <laughs> Amazing. So we receive... And we're reminded in this moment that he has forgiven us. Remember, we bring Jesus back into the forefront, right? And we remind ourselves that he already has forgiven us. It's amazing news. So now we're going to pray, okay? And we're going to look at the people that are watching today and we're going to pray for them. We're going to pray that they have an encounter with Jesus. So who wants to go first? Me. Okay, awesome. So look at that.
3: Jesus reminds these people will always come back and you will miss It will meet people and there will be ghetto, and and it will have a nice house, good, good, like, um,
1: good people and amen. 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 (laughs) We receive it. That's
3: a
0: good one. If you're believing for a new home, receive that. That's good.
1: Awesome. Who else wants to pray? Awesome. Ezekiel.
2: Jesus, that people will be loved, and people who are alone who feel they care. And if somebody's sick, you'll heal them right now. Yeah. Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Yeah, and you had some visions or something, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, why don't you try to look at the camp, look at the people, and you, you sh- share what you saw?
2: I had a vision for C. That, okay, there was a, I saw a charging bull, and I feel like C, okay, will charge more deeper and like more closer to Jesus.
1: That's amazing. And she's actually in the room right now helping us record. That's amazing. That's amazing. Do you have anything for the people that are watching right now? Yeah. So er, I think
2: they have $2 and $2? their dad Yeah, went to the war. Okay. Okay. They used to go to church. Okay. Um, I got a vision for them that they would have a breakthrough.
1: Breakthrough. Wow. So. A family with two daughters, and they were in the military?
2: No, the dad.
1: The dad was in the military, and the two daughters, and that they're going to have a breakthrough. So why don't you pray for whoever is watching that you believe is a family with two daughters, the father in the military. Why don't you pray for them right now?
2: Just that they'll have a good life. They will be loved. They... The breakthrough would happen. They have even more breakthroughs. And for another people out there, they would also have breakthroughs. Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really good. Does anybody else have anything That's they awesome. want to pray or share? I do. Yeah.
3: So
2: Jesus, that um, um, uh, the people will be closer to you and that they'll pray more often and that you'll protect them. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Do you have something you want to share?
2: I pray, God, that everybody who's watching, and if they have anything, that's, that's sickness or anything, they'll be healed, like his, because his broken was broken for them. And that this Easter, they have a breakthrough and that they will have the best Easter ever. And in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good.
1: Amen. Amen. That's awesome. amen. I want to pray for those that are watching right now. And then Michelle's going to pray and we're going to close. Just pray for all the families out there that, you know, are going through stuff right now. You know, as we've said over and over again, This whole thing about Easter, this whole thing about the Lord's Supper and communion is all about remembering the goodness of God, what He did and what He's continuing to do in our life, the broken body to heal, the blood for forgiveness. And I just want to pray for all the families that are struggling right now, maybe disjointed, divided. I want to pray for healing and restoration for you. So in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, that you have a plan to restore families, to reconcile families, to heal families, where there's division, where there's brokenness. God, we just celebrate today what you did over 2,000 years ago to set us free and to join together again what the enemy has tried to divide in Jesus' name. And I also want to pray for all the individuals out there that feel lonely in this season. One of the greatest uh, uh, things about this or truths about this season of Easter is that we're reminded that we have a God with us. The Bible says he is Emmanuel, God with us. He's with us because of what happened on the cross. He's with us forever and he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And I wanna pray for all those right now struggling with loneliness. God, I pray that you would show yourself so close to them in this season. You show yourself so real to them in this season. You would just wow them by how present you are in their everyday moving forward, beginning today in Jesus' name.
0: God, as we are celebrating and talking about resurrected life, God, I pray that any area of their lives that has withered away, God, any area that has just dead bones, God, that is just hopeless. I pray, God, that you would breathe life, that you would breathe life in any area of their life, God, that is just, has just dried up, and that you would renew them, that you'd refresh them, that you bring hope, that you encourage them in this season, God, that the things, God, that is supposed to thrive, God, will thrive again. God, that you would stir up things inside of them. Let them see how you see. Let them hear how you hear. Let them discern what you are discerning for them in this season. God, I pray, God, that they would rise up. Like you have risen up from the dead, God, that they would rise up and walk in the things that you have called them to walk in. In Jesus' name.
1: Yeah, I want to pray just for healing really quick as we close for all those that have a physical need right now. Uh, you know, the body was broken again to heal you. So I want you to just open up your heart, open up your hands right now, just receive healing. God, I pray for every one of those watching that need a physical healing to happen, that God, you would touch them where they're at on this Easter Sunday. God, that you would heal and restore their bodies. We command arthritis and crippling conditions and things that, that the doctors say is impossible to be restored, possible to be made whole. God, we pray that you would show them that you are the God of healing, that you are the God of wholeness. I pray that in Jesus' name right now, all the pain, all the crippling pain, all the fear that comes with the pain would just leave in Jesus' name. God, we pray for the blood, for blood conditions, for blood conditions, God, that you would restore the blood. Just as your blood was spilled out yeah. to heal our sin, I pray that and your body was broken to heal us. I pray that you'd restore blood conditions right now in Jesus' name. And the heart, if the heart is not functioning the way that it's supposed to, I pray for the physical heart to be restored right now. Can I pray for torment to leave people's lives, insomnia, God, oppression, things that they're carrying, chronic migraines. I pray that this would be a season where there would be a crazy miracles that would take place from crippling conditions from 5, 10, 20 years back in the name of Jesus. So God, overwhelm everybody right now that needs a healing. Overwhelm them with your presence and your power to restore them in Jesus' name. Well, we did it. We had communion with you and with, as a family, as the Gabies, You sat around our dining room table. So Kingdom Culture, thank you for tuning in. Happy Easter,
3: Easter, everybody! Hey, TK! To To the blood of the king! King. Happy Easter! Happy Easter! Bye! Bye!
5: Bye. Bye. Wow, that was super fun! To the blood of the king! I hope you joined (laughs) Communion with us, Harvest, we love you. Thank yes, you, Ganey family. This was so much fun, so yeah. powerful it to was. hear your amazing stories. I'm so yeah. encouraged. Uh, yeah. I love you guys. Thank you. This was honestly so good. We it felt was. home with you guys. Yeah. But yeah, it was an amazing and powerful moment. Of it was, well. it
4: really was. You know, I every Easter, I always think about my journey and where mm. I literally uh, 10, 11 years ago, uh, today, I actually experienced the love of the Father. I, wow. I, had run, I, had run from, I had run from Jesus and it was literally 10, 11 years ago today that I experienced the love of the Father and said yes to Jesus because I was missing out on the goodness of God. So I just want to encourage you. If you're like, man, like, I don't know where I'm going in my life. Wow. I'm, I'm running. I'm gonna, I was saying I'm just going to say yes to Jesus on my deathbed and I'll live my life the way I want to. And if you're in those those shoes, just like I was, I would just encourage you just to say yes to him today, experience the goodness Mm. of God, not in eternity, but here and now. And so I just want to invite you if you're saying, yeah, I want the goodness of God in my life, just to repeat this prayer after me so you can experience the goodness of God here now. I just want to say, Jesus, I thank you for your life. Mm -hmm. I thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins, past, present, and future. And I want to thank you for being raised to life again. So I say yes to you today. Yes. And yes to you every day moving forward. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. That was so powerful, man. Thanks for sharing your story. I Absolutely. was encouraged. Got goosebumps oh, wow. just by feeling And I really feel like there's people... It, like even people like something that i got in my spirit maybe you're feeling far from god maybe you said yes in your journey but you feel wow. that you walked far and you're a prodigal son that's coming back home today you can make that decision uh we love you we support you yeah, i want to encourage you to keep in touch with us like if you said yes for the very first time if you came back to jesus send us an email to yeah, prayer at kingdomculture.ca we'd love to connect absolutely. with you send resources your way be with you join in with this journey with you help you along this journey yeah because it's super exciting it is it's super exciting and it's honestly so thankful for jesus for his sacrifice paying the price so that we can experience eternal life life abundance with him So guys, happy Easter! Happy Easter! Have an amazing time with your your families. Enjoy chocolate. Enjoy Jesus. Enjoy coffee. Whatever you have in front of you, enjoy Enjoy this day. Because I'm probably gonna enjoy a picanha myself. Oh,
4: you gonna bring some over to me? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe.
5: maybe. We'll see. We'll we'll see. see. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, have an amazing week. Thanks for joining us. We love you.